I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to our new anti-diet bride series. After getting engaged in June this year, I have been asked time and time again to create content about the body pressures and the increased intensity of diet culture at what is meant to be one of the most happiest times of your life. And so with this new series, which will come out about once a month on the Train Happy podcast feed, I will be discussing everything from my own wedding planning experience to, you know, trying to find a dress what it's like for plus size brides, the pressures to diet, and covering everything from how to feel confident as a bridesmaid and your mental health and anxiety leading up to and on your big day, and the extra beauty pressures, financial pressures, and how much of this is tied up in diet culture and the wedding industry's pressure of perfection. Of course, it's not just going to be me. I want to chat to guests and experts who've gone through the process themselves or who work in the industry and want to change things up. And I want this podcast series and our Instagram page, you can find us on at Anti Diet Bride online, please go follow us, to be a place that helps you feel more comfortable in your skin and confident in who you are leading up to your wedding and beyond. So if you have questions you want us to answer or wedding diet stories you want to share, then of course, you can send us a text or a voice note to our WhatsApp 75 27537. So of course, this being the first episode, I thought it was only right that I share a bit of my story. So of course, who better to help tell it than my fiance, Jack Miller. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Are you excited about doing this? I'm excited, nervous, yeah. I'm excited uh, for lots of different reasons. I'm excited to tell the story, even though I've told it 150 times to everyone <laughs> no. I, I've ever met or known, even if they've never met me. And uh, yeah, nervous in the sense that I obviously love seeing you in your element, but want this to go super well for you. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I, this is great. I'm having a good time. You said that you do loads of big meetings with your job and this is like far more intimidating than that yeah I mean 100% well actually do you know what I was gonna say something and I thought about this today I was like should I say it shouldn't I say it but I was just gonna say that I'm sat in a studio with this amazing setup and knowing you for the last eight nine years and obviously getting engaged this year I'm just so proud of you because this is so for like this is proper this is some serious there's some serious setup I just want to tell you I'm really proud of you because this is mental. Thanks. Don't make me cry before we've even started. (laughs) So I thought let's start at the very beginning um, and explain to people how we met. Yeah. Tinder. 
Straight up. We met on Tinder. <laughs> it's not Tinder. that glamorous or exciting, but um, well, it's think, our love story. Yeah, I think from... Well, yeah, saying it from saying it how it is, because you know I me, mean? I'm not going to hold anything back. But we met. We met, I was 21, so pretty young. wasn't exactly looking for the person I wanted to spend the rest of my life with at the time. But in the same way, I'm a relationships kind of person. So I was looking, and someone, I think it was my cousin Harry, actually chatting away, and he just said, "Mate, you've got to try this new thing." That was Tinder. I was like, "Okay, cool." I was single, so I was like, okay, yeah, I'll look at that. And um, I've been working since I was 18. So at this point, I was like, yeah, it's probably good to have a, you know, I want to have a girlfriend. And so I started going on Tinder and I was getting the train up to London every day from my dad's house. And that went straight through Guildford, which is where you were, right? And you were studying in drama school and uh, got a match and uh, went on our first date. Out Wagamama's. I always tell this, you this story and it's a bit soppy, but the whole point of this podcast is probably to be a bit soppy. So <laughs> I'll say it, but yeah, I, I, I remember the outfit you were wearing when you crossed the bridge over towards Wagamama's. I remember I was standing by the traffic lights. I, I could literally recreate it tomorrow if you needed, if I needed to. I remember it like it was yesterday, but well, we like went in for an early dinner because I didn't think it was going to go anywhere because I'm pretty terrible on dates. And... Uh, here we are eight years Here later. Here we are eight years later, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I even I think I even booked in, or I did book in my mates to go out for a few beers and a night out after the date because I was thinking, as yeah, there's, I mean, this is going to uh, be If a, I can bail, I'll go meet them after. Yeah, I'm going to buy a nice girl some dinner and then she's going to tell me to leave. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll go now. So yeah, it was, uh, it was good. And we ended up, you ended up meeting all my friends that night didn't yeah, you we, did. were the, we were one of the first ones in for the dinner service and one of the last people to leave i think they had to kick us out of there i think they did we couldn't stop talking i mean yeah perfect for a podcast really a great recipe <laughs> for a podcast <laughs> this is very true two yeah. people who can't stop talking <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah we've been together eight years that was eight years ago i know yeah this summer over eight years ago yeah um and i always say you told me quite early on that we would get married yes you did. You were quite bold about that early on. It did take you about eight years to propose. Not that I'm not that I'm holding it against you. No, fair play. No, no. Not at I'm all. just curious as to why it took eight years, and I don't say that in a I'm like bothered about it because I think now it's all been worked out perfectly timeline wise. But I'm curious as You're to why. You're basically trying to tell me what the hell took me so long. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. What? Yeah, no, all good. What made you feel ready? Yeah, this is a, this is a good question. So, like I said, when we first got together, I wasn't really thinking, "Oh, this is going to be the person for me." It just developed over that period mm. of time, you know. I think I knew we were really good at a certain amount of time because I was really happy. I I, I just saw you as a friend, you know. I'd come home from work, we just chat. We it was just like being with my best friend, and then I was like, well. This has kind of got to be what it is blossoming into uh, more than just like a boyfriend, girlfriend thing, which is all I'd ever experienced and more into, okay, we've been together for X amount of time. We live together. We basically have the married life. Is anything going to really change in our lives in the X amount of time? Probably not. Then I would be more than happy to spend the rest of my life with you. So why am I not asking you to marry me? And I just think it came into my head one day when I was thinking how happy I was with you and you weren't even there at the time I was like I think I was having a maybe a troubled time at work trying to find the positives and every time I ever go into a place where I'm struggling with anything or or upset or unhappy I'll go you know you or I think the thought of you or memory with you is always a bit that makes me happy it sounds so soppy doesn't it but (laughs) 
But it's true. I'm, I'm literally, you keep on coming. You keep it coming. It's not, it's not like I can speak it from the heart, but I generally do. Like if I'm annoyed or angry or frustrated with anything, I have to try and find the positives. It's just how my brain works and all that times with you. So, and other other things as well. But, you know, that, that makes me happy. And if I have all that in my life, I was like, why am I not locking this girl down? Why am I not making the most of this? Right. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> And then, and then, yeah, that, I, think, I think lockdown, obviously, we became even closer than before, even though I don't think it really changed anything. I told you I was going to get married to early doors because I think I'd seen so many people who had older girlfriends or I'd seen my like family yeah. members or older people who had always been questioning, you know, is, is, is he going to marry me? Is he wasting my time? And, and I never, and I never wanted you to feel I was wasting your time. I wanted you to have the security so we could get past all that bit on the outside of stuff you know like the quiet thoughts in your back of your head mm-hmm. you're overthinking oh you know am I doing something wrong or constantly trying to be perfect because you never know if something's going to spoil it I wanted to make you feel comfortable and confident enough to to be able to be yourself and and know who you were and that's when I yeah I think I said to you from an early stage I was like I've got every intention of marrying you it's not going to be right now but I know that you, I know you're the one I'm going to marry one day I knew it from a like maybe two three years in right I mm. think I said it mm. And then it was September 2021 and you were with our friends on a golf course. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. And you said to them, I'm going to get, I'm going to propose to Tally next year. Yeah, I think it was a part, it came up in conversation because I was like, I want to give you a heads up boys because (laughs) although we were the first to get together out of a a group of friends that we've got and I was with those guys, they then quickly got into those relationships with the girls after. Mm. And uh, And we're all really close friends. Yeah, we're all really close friends. And uh, I just said to them, I was like, guys, I want to give you the heads up because I don't know whether you're going to get under a huge amount of pressure or whatever, (laughs) but um, I'm going to ask Tally to marry me next year. They're like, mate, so happy for you. That's awesome. I think I was then like, now I've said it, it's happening. You know, it's on. I can't not do this. And I had every intention, but then after I told them, it made it so much more real. Then I started going on to the whole, like, well, I've got to start telling key members of family now. And telling key members of family was then making it even more real. And then I told your mum, and then I was like, this is definitely happening. And the excitement, it was more excitement. Everyone gets nervous. I don't think I'd be stupid to say I wasn't nervous or I wasn't questioning things or I wasn't, you know, you're never, you're, you're never 100%, you're like 99, 99%. And, uh, and yeah, I was just super happy with, with telling, I was super excited to, to tell your mum and tell my family because I was like, one, the reaction and two, just seeing, yeah, just seeing how they reacted. If they were going to be, if, I mean, if your mum broke down in tears and was like, you can't I would be like <laughs> okay we're gonna have to go where is it where's the place in Scotland Gretna Green, Gretna Green. <laughs> let's go to Gretna Green so between the September 2021 it wasn't till the next year this year so spring this year like February March time where you really started seriously to look into getting a ring yeah. and planning the proposal how long did you feel it was gonna be and how like from maybe lockdown but before oh, did, you, did I even though like... I told you like I was gonna I will marry you one day were you thinking it could be this year five years ago or yes were you <laughs> yes. every year not oh, it wasn't so every sorry. year being like at Christmas like oh another year gone and I'm still not engaged but definitely towards <laughs> like I, I'd say like the last couple of years being like you know yeah I've been with my boyfriend x amount of years and I know I'd always go like I'm still not engaged yeah 
I don't know what he's waiting for. Oh, do you remember that wedding we went to? Was it was Ollie and Yaz's wedding, and there were Yaz's family outside, and they were, obviously everyone had had a few drinks, and they were just going up to me, being like, "Put a ring on <laughs> it." She's such a catch. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I have not had anything to do with this. I was this. like, you've been paying everyone twenty pound notes there before we got to the wedding. I thought this is my friend's wedding, and you're the one paying these people to say this to me. Little did I know that you'd already bought a ring at that point. I had, and so. and that's you know that was actually one of the hardest parts was knowing I was going to do it and everyone's saying like what on earth are you waiting for like why aren't you doing this and I was like like you this is like your cousins your sisters like everyone's like Jack what are you doing yeah and I couldn't tell any of those I told my dad uh, I told your mum I kept it and I told the guys because I had to give them the, the heads up about they might be put under more pressure but other than that I didn't feel like I could or had to tell anyone else so yeah it was it was very that was really frustrating actually I never said anything about that but But I don't want people to think that I, don't get me wrong, I wanted you to propose to me because I knew that I wanted to marry you and I I felt so sure about it and I still feel extremely sure about it and I'm so excited. But also I never wanted, and I learned quite early on, like a couple of years ago, I think we had a really like emotional heart to heart about this whole thing. And I really realized that I had to get to terms and come to like find peace with the fact that I might be ready before you and just because I'm ready doesn't mean I need to kind of put you in, back you into a corner of when you're not ready. And so I just wanted to wait for you to be ready because then if we're both doing it when it feels right for both of us, then that's the best place to start a marriage. And I don't wanna start a marriage on a place where you feel backed into a corner, doing something before you're ready. And then, you know, five, 10 years down the line, you just feel huge resentment towards me. Yeah, it had to be right. For me, I don't do anything unless, in my mind, I don't do anything unless it's absolutely right for me. And it was because I knew it would benefit both of us if that was a way. If I if I did go into that with a mindset of resentment or pressured into it, then it would have been rubbish. I wouldn't, you you know, and that could have happened. That's the difference a year could make or even six months could make, you know, by going into it with a different mindset because I felt pressured to do it. Um, I think you put the right amount of pressure on me, to be fair. I don't think I would have left it any longer, but... I do think it made me action a lot more stuff a lot quicker. Like I thought about it a year in advance of buying the ring. You know, I was like, okay, boys, I'm, you know, getting, I'm going to get engaged. I haven't bought a ring at that point. So I had that thought. I was like, right, I, I need to start doing little things that are going to commit me more to the process of, of doing it. But I, yeah, it was the thought of not doing it would have didn't even cross my mind you know it was it was just the fact that it just for a couple of years or a few years it just never came into my head it wasn't like oh i I don't want to that never happened it was just the fact that i was just like not yet i was so much on my plate with loads of things you know and i've been so career driven for the last 13 years i've never i've not thought about anything else other than work and then us and you know even when i think when we first got together i'd say that our relationship was kind of second to both our careers at the time you were getting up so early in the morning how hard you were working how hard you still work but how hard you're working then on those saturday mornings trying to get down to richmond at like mm. five o'clock in the morning london. from the other side of london <laughs> because that's where you could find work at the time as well as personal training all the way through the week like god i don't know how you did it i was and then i, I was, don't know how i did it i was in my 20s yeah i was working hard obviously but you know it, it it's it, you do your monday to friday i was doing monday to friday and it wasn't nine to five i was like seven till eight nine ten 
So yeah, we saw each other on weekends sometimes, but that was where we started. So yeah, the key thing to get across is it was never like, oh, maybe she's not the one. That never came into my mind. It was just right place, right time and finances to a certain extent. Yeah, true. (laughs) Okay, so you started planning the proposal and you were starting getting the ring in the spring. What made you choose? So we eventually got, you proposed to me in Chamonix. We went on a weekend away to Chamonix in the French Alps most stunning place I've ever been in my life like truly what a beautiful place but we'd never been there before yeah why did you choose that yeah that's a good question (laughs) why did you do that well did you like it I had the best weekend of my life but I'm just curious like why Chamonix so there's so many conventional ways of getting engaged and I just didn't I wanted to I wanted to be a bit of a surprise but I wanted to I think it's because I'd seen so many people get engaged on a holiday like on a beach on a beach or you know, just there's so many cliche. Think about an engagement or a proposal. That it's just there's so many typical ways. Top of the Eiffel Tower, you know, somewhere at dinner. I'd always remembered anything you'd ever told me about for the last six years about getting engaged or the actual engagement. Me going down on one knee. I remember you, anything you'd ever mentioned about it. I would remember it, and it would stay in my head about okay, I can't have that. So you never wanted to get engaged in a in a busy place. You always told me. Or he's told me once, maybe. I don't know if it was anybody ever told me. So I was like, right, can't be a restaurant. Has to be somewhere where there's no one around. Right, okay, where can I do that? And then I thought, do you know what? The Alps is a good idea because I always said, every time we went skiing, I was like, I wonder what this place is like without the snow. Yeah, it's stunning. And so I was like, that could be a good cover up for it because COVID's ended and we can, we can go and do that. And that's what you said to me. You said... Tal, I really want to go on a hiking trip this week. And like in the summer when we'd been skiing and we just, it's so beautiful in the mountains, like it truly is. And you're like, I want to see this in the summer. And I thought, great, so do I. Perfect. So you get me there under the guise of this weekend hiking trip. But I had, I actually really didn't have many suspicions about that at all. I think because, well, maybe it's because we left it so long that you thought every time we go on a holiday, you might you might have been thinking, well, this could be it, and then it not happening to the extent where oh, I'm not going to get my hopes up again. This could just be another hiking trip or a hiking trip. And we had kind of planned to go on a bigger holiday later this year, which actually never happened. And I thought, oh, it will happen then. Yeah. So, yeah. I, in my I, mind, I wasn't, I didn't anticipate it would be this. I wanted an amazing view, obviously, because I know you for so long and the whole Instagram thing I thought Tally's gonna want to have to get want to get pictures of this I want to get a memory of it and pictures of it the way I always see it is like I'd love to be able to show and I hope hopefully this will come up in conversation later about you know what this podcast is all about like the anti-diet bride and and you know aesthetics in comparison to everything else but with pictures I want to make sure that you know if we're fortunate enough to have kids later in life I want to be able to say guys this was the video instead of so many other people saying like yeah we got engaged any pictures no but the amount of times i've said i know i don't need words to explain my engagement i've got this amazing video um which you did help lead into but i have to i want to make sure it's caveated that i did have the plan to put the phone on that rock pile so you've planned the proposal we've got to chamonix we're on our weekend away we spent our first day hiking didn't we yeah and then this um well we got, just got our bearings really and then the first day we decided to go hiking and that was the day that turned out to be you again you were proposing to me and we'd gone to the very top of the mountain and we were wearing trainers <laughs> yeah not particularly in the best hiking gear i'd say we're definite hiking novices yes we had no gear and no idea <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that 
Yeah, I I think that when we got to the top, I wasn't expecting it to have any snow because I was like, we're going <laughs> it's there the summer, because it's, it's June. A, it's, a, it's June, but it was start of it just at the very start of the hiking season. When I say the start, it was day one, I think, of the hiking season. Mm. But it was the only time we could fit it in on that weekend, and I yeah, I didn't know what I was going into, but I just hoped for the best. I had a use that app all trails and that was you know i love to plan stuff and make sure i had the perfect spot i was trying to find like you know google maps where you can drop the little man i was trying to find the walking trail version of that so i could like walk every i was going to be on my computer for an hour just scrolling clicking next 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 for the trails we were going to do to try and find okay that's the spot i'm going to do it at. but i didn't have any of that so i was like this is so nerve-wracking i have no idea how this is going to be so i just went height is best for views so yeah First, first phase, go <laughs> well, to the top. Well, get to the top. You had the ring in your bag. When it was snowy. So. And we got out and it was snowy <laughs> and I was wearing trainers. So was I. And I was just saying, Shaq, like, we're so out of our depth here. This is not good. How are we going to do this hiking without proper shoes on? I'm going to fall. I'm going to break my ankle. What am I going to do? And you were just thinking, like, Please, please, please. <laughs> just get down this final bit. And I could see where it, the snow had stopped and it was obviously getting warmer. I mean, when they say snow, it's not like a ski holiday up there. It, no, was, it was like, like icy, the like leftover the snow. The leftover snow. And we, you could avoid it in certain spaces, but like, I guess when we got down one bit, there was a lot of snow. Mm. And but, it was steep. Yes. Once we got past that bit, it was good. But yeah. I'd, you can't plan those things. Like you can't plan for it. it so. I'd be honest, if you, could, if you could be in, if you knew what was going on, in my heart I was short of breath nervous I had no idea what was going on and I wanted to blame the altitude but I was just it wasn't it was because I, was, I knew what was about to happen I was like how do I how do I get this to work but the thing is is that whole day I never noticed that you because so many people said to me when my partner engaged they were really just out of character they were a bit short with me they were a bit um, agitated because obviously they were stressed about getting it right and I didn't get any of that sense from you. Yeah. But in oh. hindsight, you told me you like I went to the toilet like 50 times today. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was the swan. The swan? Cool, calm and cool up top. Oh, yeah. The legs were going crazy. Yeah. I was just internally, I was just in, in bits. But yeah, I was, uh, we knew it was, uh, yeah. I just wanted it to go so well because I knew how much it meant to you. I knew how much it meant to me. I didn't want it to be spoiled or ruined. It was, and I told my dad who'd spoiled so many surprises for you before. I told your mum who was avoiding you. Yeah, my mum, I was meant to be taking my mum to watch a te- some tennis matches, like a day at the tennis, and she would not return my calls. She would not speak to me <laughs> for about two weeks before we went away on this trip, which funnily enough, didn't actually, did not get my alarm bells ringing, but she just wouldn't take my calls. She just kept really just going, sorry, I can't talk right now or whatever. Yeah. Turns out you'd gone to ask her a couple of weeks before for her blessing and she felt that she couldn't lie to me. So she just didn't speak to me for weeks and she didn't agree to go with the tennis because she thought if that's before they get engaged, I can't lie to her. Yeah. So I can't. <laughs> Bless her. Yeah, I, yeah, it was, it was just, I knew how important it was for both of us. Yeah. I knew how important it was to be right for you you only ever do it once as well, which, yeah. you know, all this was going through my head, like, you're not going to get another chance at this. This is supposed to be the surprise of all both our lives. It's supposed to be such a monumental moment in both our lives. 
for the rest of our lives, we're going to tell so many people about. The, it, do you know what I mean? Just, and I'm over. I'm an overthinker, classically. You know. So <laughs> Can I, anyone tell? Yeah. So you know how things are going, and I was just like, okay, this has to be has to be good. So but, we're making our way down on this snow, and someone looked down at me and just said, "I'm going to throw you a, a proper pass here." And we walked around the corner, got over the snow. You survived. You yes, survived a small patch about. of snow. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got onto the no snow part, the rocky part. It wasn't very green up there. That was pretty disappointing, wasn't it? We wanted a bit more greenery, but we saw that later. But walked around this corner. There was a family that were with us that happened to find the snow absolutely fine, probably because they had the right gear on. Yeah. Straight past us, I thought, it has to be somewhere where no one's around. I came up here because I thought it'd be quiet. This family won't leave us. And then we walked around this corner and they, I don't know whether they got the sense that something was going on, but they kind of peeled off to the left and they passed us later. But then we walked around this corner and there was this. It was a corner in the. And it was a corner a in the turn zigzag. in the zigzag, but yeah. it was but like it was a slightly flat. ledge. It's like a flat bit that kind of just looked out on a really beautiful view. It was the first place that had a good view and was flat. We'd been off the lift about 15 minutes at this point. Ooh, I tell you what we missed was. You said to me, can I put my phone in your bag? And I and I was like, yeah, yeah, no worries. And you were like, what pocket can I put it in? And I was like, oh, she knows. <laughs> I just thought, I thought maybe you were going to propose, but I just didn't want to spoil it for myself um, because historically I've spoiled so many surprises that you've tried to do for me because as you call me the sniffer dog. The sniffer dog. <laughs> I can read you like a book. You can. But you, you hit it well. And... I thought there's a 50-50 chance that it could happen, but I wasn't 100% convinced. I really, really wasn't. So I, I just said it just in case. And But I got your reaction. I thought, maybe. Do you not think I would have gone, yeah, just put it in the big pocket or put it in the little pocket? Not, yeah, just chuck it in my bag. I would have directed you more. Oh, I don't know. Away, anyway, maybe. so we get down to this ledge point and I decided I'm going to make a reel for this weekend. I want a beautiful weekend away. I thought it'd be a nice little bit of you know, hashtag content. And I was going to make a reel anyway. So I thought I'm going to get a nice view of a, a video of us looking out at the view. And But if Jack is going to propose, which this is what this could be, this is also helping him out here as well. Because like, if you didn't, I got the video clip I wanted. But if you did, a bonus, I got the proposal on video, which is what I wanted. Yeah. So I did tell someone, I can't remember who it was, but I did tell someone, right, what my plan is, is that you like, I'm going to just prop the phone up against somewhere and say, should we get a picture? And put it on a, t pretend it's on a timer, stick it on a video and then which I would propose. have, Which I would have known from the off because I know how to take photos on a timer and the difference between a video and a timer. I, I know, know what it looks you do, like. but my God, Tal, if I hit it up to that point, I've done a good job. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> that's, that's about as good as I was going to get to make sure that you had the, a video, we had a video, yeah so even if i knew you did but i would have been like well even if you know at least it was going to happen in the next minute <laughs> so on the video you can see us looking out to the view and then i looked i looked to my left and there you are down on one knee with the ring and what did you say because oh, why why everyone's we seen the video yeah. <laughs> everyone's seen the video but there's no sound on the video is there no obviously i wouldn't i mean i wanted to keep some stuff private i have boundaries yeah but do you want to share yeah yes well the first thing is when you see that video you see something going on i could not get the ring out of my pocket i went to the place to get the ring and they said we'll give you two boxes one's a small one so if you do it and you need to hide it in your trouser pocket it doesn't show up and the other one's a big one 
I was like, great, because that's perfect, because I'm going to have it in my shorts, and it's going to be super obvi- obvious I've got this ring. So I was like, I don't know, you know, I'll take the small one. As I walked out of the shop, they just said, by the way, mate, they all prefer the big one. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to use the big, now he's told me that I'm going to have to use the big, <laughs> he'll know, won't he? So I'm going to have to use the big box. So, so sticking a big box in there and trying to get that thing out of my pocket rooting around in your pocket but you got down on one knee you showed me the ring and then what did you say i said because i wanted to make sure that i did it in the most politically correct and right way and you'd had this whole speech planned yeah and i thought in the back of my head if anything goes wrong just tell her how you feel and it all went wrong in my head because i was so nervous (laughs) and and I basically got down on my knee and I said, I love you. I want to be with you for the rest of my life. Will you be my partner for the rest of my life? Not. Because you didn't want to say, will me? you marry me? Yeah. Or like, will you be my wife? Will you be you my wanted wife? To say, yeah. Will you be my will partner? Will you be my wife? <laughs> so I was like, will you be my partner? Yeah. I, it just, will you marry me would have would have been perfect. Would have, and if I just said what, nothing yeah. else. But I didn't, did I? No. No. Straight down. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like 10, 15, 20 minutes later. And I said, do you realise you actually never asked me to marry you? And you're like, oh no, what did I say? And then we listened to it back and I just thought, <laughs> you got all that way, all that way. And you didn't say well, the key line, will you marry me? Yeah. But I also didn't say yes. I said, of course. So there you go. I said, of course, of course I will. Of course I will. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And it was just the best, wasn't it? We got to really have a couple of hours, quite a lot, most, the most of the day actually, to just talk to ourselves about it. And yeah. just, like I say, go over every single detail. And then when we got back, we FaceTimed family and friends and got yeah. to do a I couldn't whole have waited the rest of the day. Reveal. I'm so, I, I was thinking, because you did that thing with the bag about your phone, I was like, okay, I can't. I'm going to have to wait to the end of the day. So she's sitting there. So you were th- I was going to You wanted to throw Paris me off there. the scent so by no doing idea. it at the end of the day. And the moment I saw that plant, I was so excited. I was like, I just got to do this now. I want to do it. I, I want to do, do it. So <laughs> I was, yeah, I was super excited. And it's all. been amazing. And it's literally five months since I got engaged. Yeah. And it still feels so like new and fresh and exciting. And yeah. I'm just loving it all. But we haven't done any wedding planning, particularly. No. Um, we're going to go see venues, aren't we? We're That's seeing be the venues. most important thing. And we've got a rough idea about what we want, but I think we've got to yeah. wait. Maybe tune in for next episode that <laughs> I come in on. We can give updates towards yeah, the maybe. big day, right? Yeah, 
yeah if people would like to hear updates on our wedding planning process no doubt we've got so we what the things we do know are we'd like to get married in june 2024 that's the goal so why june i hear you ask well because june is the month we met our first date was in june and we got engaged in june so i figured let's have one more date in june so then we just have one big date and we don't have to remember a couple of times for a couple of things. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make our lives easier. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. So we're really excited about that. And we are going to look at venues. We know we want to get married in France. That's really exciting. Yeah. We're going to look at venues uh, as of recording this the following week. Yeah. So I think by the time this comes out, well, hopefully we might have chosen our venue, which yeah. is really exciting. Um, so it's just been such a like amazing time. And like I said at the beginning of recording, like I said, I, it was something I wanted for a long time. You know, I knew how I felt about you for a really long time and I felt like I knew how you felt about me. This this feels exactly how it should be going, you know? Yeah. This feels exactly right. So no one knows, I feel really... No one knows today. Really happy. Yeah. No one knows how, it, like, what you're going to feel like or how it's going to go, but I'd, I've never been happier. Oh, I've never been happier either. Um, so things, obviously, this is the Anti-Diet Bride podcast. Yeah. And I wanted to share our story. And then I wanted to talk to you about certain things because obviously we're making this podcast because brides in particular feel so much pressure to look perfect on their wedding day. And they usually equate that to being smaller. And, you know, there's so many sort of wedding diets and so much stress around the dress and everything. But I want to know, do you feel any pressure or stress? Aesthetically? Yeah, like, do you feel like I have to look incredible or I need to make sure I'm going to the gym or... or like, yeah. is, have you felt any external pressure for that? I think one of the benefits of being your other half and being your fiancé is that I've been raised in the last <laughs> eight, nine years of our relationship around loads of different stuff on this matter. I'm also super fortunate to have a like a, a metabolism that I don't necessarily gain or lose weight a lot. Um, and you and I look love, basically the same since yeah. we first met. And I love <laughs> I love my sport in every way, like any sport. I love uh, so you know I'm exercising a lot. So yeah, I think the answer to your question is yes, in all fairness, but know that I'm worried enough to be in a place like, do anything drastic like any big drastic change i know that no matter what i look like on the day it's not about that I, but i wouldn't if i wasn't with you really yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. because of the pressure and the stigma around the wedding right really because yeah. i asked you the question because i wondered if men feel the same pressures that we do because i've obviously that's just not i don't know Go on holiday with a guy on a summer beach holiday and ask that person if they're going to the gym beforehand. Not for every not for every guy, but when we were younger and we were going to on our first holiday to Barbados, I, I remember telling you about my workout regime. Mm. Yeah, what true. I was doing before we were going on holiday to get in shape for our holiday. So yeah. And I've I've never, you know I don't know, I've got to say the right words here, so you gotta help me, but like I've never felt any pressure or stigma around that i've never had any trouble with dieting i've never had any trouble with working out i've never had a, a, a from what i know i could have but from what you i know had a pretty a healthy, healthy relationship with, with, those with things. exercise food all that stuff uh so i've been really lucky to have that 
But yeah, and the other thing I was going to mention, which is super important, and I feel like this is can, everyone can relate to this, no matter if you're in the Instagram world or not. But so many people used to have. I thought about this because you had a podcast with another lady who was brilliant, um, who you were talking to about her getting married. She just got married, Sasha. Sasha. So I listened to that podcast episode and I was like, fair play. But in my head, I was thinking, so the modern day world, right? Everyone takes so many pictures because it's so easy to take pictures. But if on our parents' day, they didn't have that. So guess what? You go around your parents' house or whatever and there's just loads of pictures of the wedding day. So because those, because getting pictures taken was expensive, wasn't as easily accessible yeah. when our parents got married, there was so much stigma, stigma around you have to look great on your wedding day because they're those the pictures you're going to be having around your house. Yeah. Right. For forever, yeah. Showing your kids. This is what we look like when we were younger. This is so. That's why it was probably so important for them. But I feel like, and this is probably a big thing for me. I want our, if we're again fortunate enough to have kids, to be able to show our kids. This, this is for me is a day where I can show my my kids and people in later life, like this is what we did on our wedding day. This is what we look like. This is, you know, all this other stuff. This is how it all went, and tell the stories and use pictures and videos to show that. So. But because we've got so much of that over the course of the last eight years together, like I'm excited to show people all of that, not just the wedding day. So, And those yeah. pictures and videos like for us as well, it's very much about sharing the memory rather than like what we look like, you know? Like yeah. for me, it's like I want our, whichever photographer, videographer we use, which is another conversation we need to have. Yeah. Um, I want them to really show us as our personalities and really capture like moments rather than, you know, it just being about getting us from the right angles and all of that stuff. Yeah, 100%. But then also the pictures are super important to us. Yeah. For the look, for the vibe, for the the whole thing. You know, how do we find the wedding venues we liked? Pictures. That is true. I have definitely a, like an aesthetic eye of like the vibe we want. Yeah. Um, so, for the wedding, yeah. So it's, it's important for me for, so yeah, Back to your original question, it's important because I know it's important for you. That makes it important for me, vice versa, I hope, about that, the nature of the pictures and what we look like. So I want it to be perfect for you, for us. Am I worried about being in the right shape for the wedding? I'm not necessarily. I feel really lucky, again, about the metabolism thing, but I can understand why. Mm. but then I look back and say like as you've taught me to do why is that so important to look good on your wedding day and it's normally because it's what you've been told by the people you respected and trust being your family or your you know whether it's direct family parents or whether it's your other half's family or whether it's your aunties media as well media, movies you know there's a lot movies. of pressure on it movies are Jack, a good, is, good example. you love a movie and sometimes I think you think your life's a movie <laughs> trying my best who doesn't want their life to be the movie that they like watching we went to go see Top Gun and it was like Jack drives a motorbike Tom Cruise drives a motorbike and Top Gun check Jack loves wearing white t-shirts check put them on put them on <laughs> Tom Cruise wears aviators Jack's got the aviators <laughs> check and like you lived and you used to wear dog tags look it's so not intentional I was like wow you Subtle clearly based your whole personality on Cruise and Top Gun <laughs> and I completely understand you more as a human being now. I wear a suit to work James Bond in the yes, day and yep. Tom Cruise on the week and Top Gun on the weekend yeah exactly that, that that's my fashion choices <laughs> it literally is it literally right, is right. and then the next question I wanted to ask you about this whole thing is I suppose so many people fear going on this journey of letting go of diet culture and, you know, 
of eating intuitively and moving intuitively because they're just scared of weight gain and I think especially weight gain in relationships of like what their other half is going to think and what their you know will they be judged and sometimes partners do judge and they do criticize and they do feel like well you gained weight and I don't find you attractive anymore and there is that very that fear that often sadly does get realized and I suppose since we've met eight years ago not only am I complete I think I'm a very different person in so many ways I think how I think about so much stuff when it relates to food and exercise and body image has evolved so much but also my body has evolved so much like I have gained weight since we met I have changed I do look different and I suppose my question is like what do you think about that because you know I've personally never felt really any pressure from you um I think we've gone on a journey together of unlearning a lot of stuff like don't get me wrong like early on in our relationship I don't I think we had a we you know we held a lot of like diet culture beliefs about stuff yeah but I think I don't know I don't feel a pressure from you so what do you think about it all like do you care that if I'm not this my smallest on my on the on our wedding day no way I nothing about the wedding day for me and I've hopefully told you this before but if I haven't I'm telling you now and it's recorded but it doesn't matter what you look like on the day it's the symbol of what we're doing together the fact that I want to be your husband for the rest of your life I don't care about anything else other than obviously I want to have a great time with everyone and have fun I don't I wouldn't want any stress which is a really important thing but the, the most important thing for me is what it means nothing to do with what you look like because I'll be honest with you I've seen you at your worst and I've seen you at your best and <laughs> in I'd, every sense of the I word couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> care less I really want to see you happy is my most important thing and if that means a change in the way you look a change in the way you are changing your personality the happiness is the bit that makes makes you the person I want to be with I want to be with a happy positive person because then you are that makes me happy not because oh I see you as happy but more because it resonates it's it's like a vibe it's like you catch on with that I, I thrive personally I'm happy when I've got happy people around me and I really struggle with negativity and negative people around me um and positive vibes only like I think the big thing the telling thing there that you said is like when we first met um I wasn't that much fun to be around yes I was smaller and whatever but I like I really didn't have much time for you because I had a lot of time of like meal prepping and going to the gym and working out and stressing over food and like God bless you for eating those like lettuce burgers and lettuce wraps. Like I feel like I need to publicly go on record and say this because I talk about it on the podcast, but I feel like I need to say it to you. Like it's not bad, but you really did go along with whatever. But I think, I think the reason, well, I don't want to project, but I, my theory is the reason you don't care about my weight gain is because I'm a much more fun person to be around and our relationship has only benefited from me caring less about what I look like 100% which I think is mad to think when so much of us feel like the more we care what we look like the better our relationship will be yeah I think uh yeah I think the, the the big thing for me is a guy and his ego so imagine if 10% 10% of the time you're outside, we're outside together or someone was outside with their uh, their partner 
being viewed by other people, really caring what other people think of them, mm. both in their careers, in the house they live in, the car they drive, the trophy partner on their arm. Mm. Am I being political because I've gone down no. the partner route here? No, so. I, see, I see what you're saying. The but partner's I think, on their arm. Yeah. However, the other 90% of the time, you're at home with that person, just you and them. If how they look makes you happy that 90% of the time, Okay, but I I don't think that would really be. It's the banter you have at home, the fun you have, like the the way you create a life for each other, helping each other out with, you know, whether it's chores, whether it's mental health, whether it's someone to talk to, whether it's all that other stuff. So really the way that your partner looks is really not that important. However, from an ego standpoint, from a guy's ego standpoint and girls to a certain extent, like or any gender, it could be, the person that you're with could judge, could move your your ego. So you think, do you know what? I'd put up with the tough times I'm having at home. The you know what I'm not getting out of this relationship at home because the person is super fit. <laughs> you know, but you know, I don't I don't necessarily think right. That's now going to come across wrong because you are super fit and I am super super attracted to you now <laughs> more than ever. And I want to make sure that's uh, you know that. And I tell you that every day anyway because I, I think feel that I think you're gorgeous, but. Uh, but it's it's true if you if you if you're more obsessed with what your th- friends think and what of of the looks of that person and not the the personality of it and you're not connecting with them and like i always say like the most important thing about you is who you are not what you look like and i think you've just explained that and how you view relationships like you more care about being with the person as a human being rather than what they might look like to the outside world yes 100% the conversations that we have how interesting you are, how funny you are, how emotionally connected On you are. On record saying I'm funny. I love that. <laughs> oh, can we scratch that, please? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all those attributes about you go well above and beyond any uh, aesthetics. You know, it's, it's so much more important to me. Now I'll go back to 2021. Did the first time I see you, I thought, 2021 what? 2021 sorry no when i was 21 <laughs> was what i was thinking yeah. and when we first when we first 2014 met. going back to that time and i think when i was looking at tinder the whole thing was based on how someone looked yeah definitely oh definitely you know and so was that healthy app? i don't know but at the time that's you know i was young that's what it was i think where and something i wanted to bring up after you mentioned that when we first started going out I think it was lucky that we were both so career driven at the time and working so hard because I was not, it was secondary. If I was really focused on having the best relationship ever at that time, I think it would have been too, it would have been a lot. You, you being so focused on that stuff. I don't think we ever would have broken up, but I would have said something to you way sooner than. In terms of how I was about with food and exercise. Yeah. I don't think I, I, I don't know if you remember any of conversations we had back then. I I haven't spoken. I haven't, I don't have a lot of them in my mind because I remember that some of them were like tough conversations around weight. Not that you were putting it on more that I felt like you needed to. I don't, in hindsight, I should never mention anything about the way you look because it's just such a, I don't agree with it now and I'd never do that now. But I do remember having a conversation back when we were way younger being like, oh, you know, like, I think it'd be nice if you did put on some weight. I think you're you know, getting a bit too thin. 
Um, but yeah, I, I don't necessarily agree with doing that now, but I just remember having that conversation at, at the time and yeah, whether that's going to help this conversation or not, I don't know. But <laughs> I just want to, you know, it's might as well yeah, put it out yeah. on the table because that's the kind of transformation you've been through from then to now. Um, but the one thing and where I was going to end that, that last bit and what I said about ego and you know, having someone in your arm, the biggest thing that anyone ever mentions about you whenever everyone's met you is just how brilliant you are. Right in front of people, chatting away, everyone instantly falls in love with you. My friends, my family, everyone, they love you. And that's amazing to have. That's so much more important to me from an ego point of view um, than than the way you look. And you know what? I, and I always find it quite funny with you sometimes because obviously like you're a good looking guy. You are. Let's Thanks face a it. lot, babe. You're the one thing that gets me going viral on TikTok, let's face it. <laughs> if I put you in a video, it's like, oh. He's so good looking. I'm like, I know, I know. We're just a good looking couple. <laughs> but what I find interesting is you're always like, oh, that good looking. And I'm like, yeah, you are. But like, to me, that's really secondary to you as a person. The, the person I love and the person I want to marry is you. And you looking good is a bonus in my eyes. But it really isn't like that's not my, your, your main attraction. My, like the thing I'm mainly attracted to when it comes to you. So I thought what the is? feeling's mutual. What is? Your personality. I just think you're so lovely and kind and generous and caring and Keep you know you're very Keep thoughtful of others. <laughs> well, I feel like you've just been so nice to me for 45 minutes, so I should be nice to you. But you're very thoughtful of others. I mean, you agreed to come and do this podcast. You've been supporting me every single step of the way. Like I said, you've done everything for me, lettuce burgers to do this, doing this podcast. I mean, you used to do some YouTube videos with me back in the day. I mean, you've really been there for me with so much stuff and yeah I just love you I think you're fantastic and you make me laugh and we have so much fun and yeah words of affirmation I know you are a words it. of affirmation I'm, guy I'm in, my, I'm in my highlight thanks I love, <laughs> I love you I love you can I ask you a couple of questions yeah just off the top of my head you've asked me a lot of questions yeah. about how I'm feeling about it all how yeah. are you feeling about it all I'm feeling really excited are I you think... worried about the way you're going to look weight wise or aesthetics wise on your because I feel like it would probably affect you more. I know that you want to have the right hair, the right makeup done, like all the other stuff is important to you. Right now, I'm feeling really good about it. Like I feel really, I'm at a point where I'm feeling really comfortable in my skin and I attribute a lot of that to you and our relationship where, like I said, I know you value me most for who I am. So you make me feel, I feel so comfortable in that because I know that's, you know, my best quality. And so it just helps me feel less aware and stressing about what I look like or my weight or my size. I suppose I'm appre not apprehensive. I'm so excited. I've wanted to try wedding dresses on forever. I can't wait, but I'm gonna have to, I'm, I'm, I'm giving myself a lot of self-restraint and I'm waiting till like spring next year um, because it'll be like just over a year to our wedding. So I don't wanna get anything too soon. And then I second guess my dress choice. But I do feel like that could be an experience and that maybe that could be triggering. I don't know. But right now I feel really good about it. But I'm I'm kind of open and preparing myself like the resilience of the ebbs and flows of this whole process. Like there might be some ups and downs in terms of how I'm feeling about my body. And I'm just going to allow myself to feel how I need to feel and, you know, go with the process. But right now I'm feeling good I'm feeling positive I have been that person who's been thinking about her wedding since she was little um didn't know who I was going to marry but I always like used to like sketch out wedding dresses when I was like a kid so I'm really excited to 
realize my vision board <laughs> I've had a pinterest board going since long before we met so um thank goodness you did. i mean it's evolved massively thank god you what did, you need to know yeah. about our relationship is this will be like the final thing what you need to know about our relationship is jack does the spreadsheets and like the numbers and does all that stuff and then i have the creative vision so i know that i have a i know i have a really strong idea of the aesthetic i want for our wedding and the kind of vibe I want to create, yeah. but I don't see myself being smaller in that vibe, you know? Yeah. I know that there's certain dress styles and hairstyles and makeup styles, but for me, it's really about, like I said, enhancing, not even enhancing, but just make sure I'm just like bringing out how special the time is for us rather yeah. than focusing on like, do I look absolutely perfect? I'm not, I don't know. I just want to be how I am in that moment, you know? Yeah, 100%. You're going to look great. No matter what. You're going to look fab. But I can't wait to see you in your Or you feel triggered or you feel anything. I'm your man. I'll talk to you about it for sure. Make sure you do because I want to be there the whole way through. Ups and downs. Likewise. You never know. You might feel something. You never know. And you're number one to go to on that list. This has been so fun. And no doubt we're going to have you back on like during this whole process because we've got like a year and a half to go until we get married. It'd be good to both of us take a uh, get someone in you know both of us interview a guest you want to interview a guest yeah why not why yeah why not you're right why not okay all right well leave that with me we'll think of a future topic for you for another episode no doubt um and thank you everyone for listening if you did enjoy this first anti-diet bride episode like i said we're going to be putting episodes out about once a month and we're going to do it around all sorts of topics um you know speaking to experts speaking to different guests and really just getting insight into the wedding planning process and how you can feel really good about yourself feel good about your body and just really you know keep trusting yourself throughout this whole process of course we want to hear from you we want questions we want your kind of wedding diet horror stories i want to hear how you're feeling about everything any dilemmas you might have, send them into our WhatsApp 75 27537 We want to hear from you. And, you know, with that, thank you so much. Keep listening to the Train Happy podcast. Keep listening to the Anti-Diet Bride episodes. And we will see you next month. Thanks, Jack. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.